Hello and welcome back to Listen to This, a podcast about music, for music, and everything in between. I'm Danny. And I, I'm, I don't know, Napoleon? <laughs> <laughs> you suck. If you want to start that over, feel free. Otherwise, I'm Alex. Oh my god. No, we're keeping that in there for a story that no one is ever going to... Well, actually, no. I'll quick tell the story. So long story short, uh, I was on Brady and I like wasn't really drunk but you know when like people start coming up and talking to you and you're like half listening like yeah yeah okay yeah. okay okay but they like are very persistent well i'm wearing my halsey hat and it says uh from heaven to hell and back again or something to that effect and this one person read it to me and was like oh who said that and i went i don't know napoleon just like because <laughs> i'm like i don't know you bro so what, i'm like i don't know like, and he was like no no your hat yeah i'm like oh shit out of curiosity, I'm actually not sure what that what that has to do with Halsey. Are those lyrics or a song title? Or? Um, I know this is. I got this hat for her Hopeless Fountain Kingdom, mm. and that was kind of the whole thing is, uh, like, what can bring you to heaven but take you to hell? Love. Oh, and here or I thought drag the whole you thing. Through was, hell. I thought I thought I thought that was just about Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I can't keep up. Anyway, I'm Alex. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh my god, yeah. So, we came into this not really, well, we kind of have a topic, but I'm assuming it's going to be a very word vomity episode again, Yeah, which we're so good at. We, we, had, we, had, we, hadn't, we hadn't really discussed the topic all that much, and then when we both said like, yeah, we can just, you can, you can just, just chit chat, and we, we realized we both were going to talk a lot about the same subject anyways, so maybe this, this title of this episode will be themed. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how this whole train leaves the station. But in the meantime, regardless, Danny, what have you actually been listening to lately? Oh, man. Okay, so I got some news first. First off, happy uh, Pride Month, because now we are recording on the 2nd of June. So what it's up? officially Pride Month. So, woohoo! Second, um, so this was going around TikTok for a while, and I just caught wind of it because I don't have TikTok still to this day. And um, Halsey was feuding with their label company, the record company. Really? Yeah, so they're just starting to go out on tour right now for uh, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, which I'm going to go see in July, and I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so they were feuding more or less because she, she has more um, music to put out already, like gone through the whole quarantine and everything, and they're like, I have so much music I want to release, but I want to start my tour first. Yeah. So they started their tour, and now they're like, I want to start releasing this and the record label i guess was like no you can't and it all stemmed around how viral it could get on tiktok before they were going to be able to release the song and so she kept posting on tiktok about like it would be in the background but it was kind of just raising awareness that some artists don't have control over their music and like they want to release all this stuff for their fans because they know that fans are waiting for it and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. they can't. And a lot of just kind of BS logistical reasons just because of social media. So finally, Capital put out a statement saying like, oh, we support our artists, yada, yada, yada. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. So now a sure. new song by Halsey called So Good will be released June 9th. And I'm so excited because it's... The, they already got the music video done. Yeah. It's them, um, her baby daddy, and then I don't know if Ender is in it. But it kind of is that stem off of Ender? Uh, her baby. The baby's her, name is Ender? Yeah. Oh. 
That's I, I immediately go go to go to Minecraft. Okay? Immediately go to Minecraft. The Enderman. <laughs> now I'm thinking of Slenderman, and that's like, oh, not boy. what we need. But yeah, so I'm super stoked for that, and it's kind of interesting too because a lot of other artists started kind of tagging on to it more and more, and even Queen Herbie had to throw in like a little like almost a little shade on her Instagram where she was just like, oh, my record label doesn't like hold me back sort of deal. And I was like, that's great. But like, who asked? Yeah, exactly. Because I think she self-produced. So I don't think she goes through a record label. And I'm like, yeah, but like not all artists have that ability to do it unless you're like from TikTok. But that's such a new and up and coming thing. I feel like a lot of artists that are already in the um record label companies and like their contracts their masters i mean we all saw what happened to taylor swift so of course they're not going to be like oh i'm going to take my stuff and leave they're going to have to stay with the record company or record label I i have i have two thoughts on that one that whole record company record label not letting you release your music that's uh exactly what was what happened i think i mentioned before in the past that charlie xcx Mm -hmm. like she had all these songs that she wanted to release and they're like well you can't release an album because your most recent ep has only been out for a few months we want to get traction out of that before you do this then you have to schedule it out to make sure you're not competing with like ed sheeran or ariana grande got to make sure it has it has time to itself kind of thing and she was like that's bullshit so then she just began releasing music as mixtapes yeah that way that way it didn't have to be scheduled it was like she could even post it for free if she wanted to uh so i hear hear that sentiment and then the the fact that the record label said it needed views on tiktok that's actually what happened to 93 feet of smoke one of the one of the previously soundcloud based uh musicians i listened to he he was posting on tiktok back back when i still used it he was he would post samples of a song saying my my producer says i have to my uh, manager says i have to get so many views or so many shares on TikTok before I can officially release this song. So share it around. And at first I was like, oh, okay, that's a weird tactic to get people to share your music, but whatever. I mean, whatever works, I guess. But then he posted it again and again and again. Then someone even commented, this can't be real. Why would you have signed with a record label if they were going to restrict you like this? Why would you have gotten actual representation like a, man- a management team yeah. to manage you if it, if it would just screw over like this and he was straight like i didn't know this was going to be a thing i thought they were just going to help promote my music not actually restrict it to when it's when it suits their needs kind of thing and that's when i began wondering is this actually a real thing and then sure if it happened to someone as big as halsey that i'm i'm fully positive it could happen to someone as small as 93 yeah and it's huh. just interesting too because like as much as uh record labels and managers are like use tiktok and like get those likes it's funny when they kind of turn the tables and they kind of call out like the record labels because Capital put out this huge thing that Halsey later put on their page. And it was just like, oh, we would never like um, restrict our artists. Like we fully support them and their like in aspirations and stuff. And I'm like, that is the most PR list you could put out. Art. Yeah, you, you, your uh, your entire thing, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not trying to bash all record companies or anything, but like at at the core of what they are, 
is a is a company built on capitalizing on someone else's talent or yeah. someone else's fame at least whether or not someone's talented is up for debate but what their their notoriety the reason you want to represent them so badly is because you want to perhaps you have a, a heart of gold and genuinely want to help them out and get their message out there but you also want to be making money in the process from from what they're doing so yeah. anything like that where, where like when when, when something big and powerful is trying to brag about being selfless i'm gonna raise both eyebrows and go yeah (laughs) yeah exactly and it's just it's kind of sad seeing the whole taylor swift thing kind of like happen in smaller scales and like smaller circles where you can see the tailspin but as a consumer of it it's kind of hard to know what to do because like you want to support the artists that you really like but also too you don't want to support any the, kind of abuse, quote yeah. unquote, that they might be going Any through. Any kind from of like weird, just bar where they're just like, oh, we have to wait for for this to be viral on TikTok. I'm like, it's just weird how much social media has come to inf- like it always has influenced a lot of what we consume, mm-hmm. like outside of it. But it's weird when you really see such a demand for something to have influence. Mm-hmm. Which I guess actually and. and Again, we are speaking in umbrella terms here. I'm sure there are some companies that are genuinely helping people out or whatever, like for... for That's the quietest I ever drank out of a straw. I know. I I, act, I was going to go get a water bottle for this, but every time I'm recording, <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to the audio for a, a project I'm working on, I'm constantly hearing myself snapping the plastic on the water bottle, and I'm like, no, no, no. no. I'm going to hydrate beforehand. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm sure there are some companies that are genuinely good, uh, respectful of their artists. Yes, making money on their own, but making it a very symbiotic relationship. Uh, but, shit, I, I sidetracked myself. I forgot where that thought was going. Shit. That was my fault. No, no, you're good. I, you're saying using social media... Two thousand likes, but then you can clap back and call people out. Shit, it was gone forever. I th- I feel like it was a very poignant statement, but whatever. I remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> Hurry, save it before the train leaves again. I feel like because of that, because management companies are are so regularly trying to use influence, capitalize, whatever you want to say, social media and stuff, in a way that almost feels disjointed from what the point of social media was like they're trying to use social media to generate hype when it should be like to to generate hype for a future product when it should be more so about in my my opinion it should be more so about sharing a product that already exists because social media is going to talk about a musician or any kind of art really the social media that will talk about any kind of art is the fans of what that art is trying to draw in more people isn't going to work if you're not releasing the art yeah like how how are you going to make people more hyped for this song if you can only hear five seconds of it like like i in theory it could work it it certainly could but more often than not the artists i discover and i like are after hearing a whole song of theirs via the radio or a youtube video where it was used or what well what have you and i feel like because of that it's actually one of the biggest benefits to being an independent artist. Yes, you don't have an entire company backing you and promoting you, but you are in so you have so much more control over what your art is and where it goes and how it is 
presented. Yeah. I, 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 I guess it's it's the ultimate trade-off there. And Halsey is just someone on her level. I'm sure she wouldn't have risen the way she did without without a record label like like that was probably was very very beneficial got her work with like you know chain smokers and 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 whoever uh you know i was i was gonna say but do do but perhaps she'd be more in control of what she's allowed to do if she had stayed independent but that's always way easier to say looking back like hindsight's yeah. always 2020 hmm. you would never know how it'd play out either yeah yeah I mean, how did Halsey start? Um, so they released uh, the EP Room 93. Got signed, I think it was like an independent label because I don't didn't recognize the name of it. Okay. Um, released Badlands and then signed on to Capital for Hopeless, Fountain Kingdom, uh, Manic, and If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. Okay, so that's only their second record label. Yeah. Interesting. I this might surprise you, but I'm about to, about to talk about Blink One Eighty Two. No, really. Like, like their their whole origin story, uh, being a SoCal pop punk band at the, t- at the time, it would probably they probably would have just been considered punk band, and playing local venues, and then their way of promoting themselves was giving a an, an like a, a, a cassette tape to a local record store the, the record store was like yeah i'll buy 100 of them we'll see if they sell next week i need 100 more next week i need 500 next week i need more and more and they got it out that way now of course obviously they went on to sign on with a record label like that's 100 yeah. percent. i'm not trying to say they're 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 an indie darling or anything but that kind of story just halsey's thing it, it, it kind of reminded me of that starting off smaller and like i feel like badlands from what you've told me is a very I'm, I'm sure most of their albums are, but Badlands is a very personal album. Yeah, and I think it was one, too, that a lot of different fandoms got a hold of very quickly because mm-hmm. the, how I found her actually was through the 100s fandom. Um, they were That's a TV co- show, right? Yeah. yeah, and a book series. They were ben quoting... Um, oh, God, what one is it? Young God. They were quoting Young God. And then I clicked onto another one, which I think at the time was probably like Infernal Devices, and they were quoting um, demons and which demons from Imagine Dragons. And then they were quoting, oh, it's another really, really popular one on there. Colors. They were quoting colors. colors. And I was just like, I got to find this song. So I was like teased with it for so long because no one would put, they would put the name of it, but they wouldn't put the artist. So I kind of had to like go back and find Maybe enough like of the lyrics Google to Google. Lyrics, yeah. yeah. And that's how I ended up finding her. And it was funny, too, because I guess she was on Tumblr as well. Oh, so really? Just, yeah, because um, she used to post her own lyrics on there. And she posted um, the weird middle part to Colors, where it's, um, you were red, I was blue, or yada, yada, you touched me, and yeah, I, I was turned purple. I was a lilac purple. sky, but you decided purple wasn't for yeah, you. Yeah, and someone's like, you, you stole that from Tumblr. She's like, I'm on Tumblr. That was me. <laughs> I, I suppose I didn't really have a thesis to my to my rant in the middle there, but now I just I can't help but wonder how Halsey views that time, views yeah. way back before before being a global phenomenon. When 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 there was the freedom to just 
post your art online. Yeah, the shows are more intimate and like yeah, more of the rave and less of like the Pfizer kind of style. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so what else have you been listening to lately? (laughs) Okay, so I went back home for Memorial Day, which those of you don't know, I live like two hours away from here. I have this little Bluetooth connector that connects my Bluetooth to my radio. Died. Wow. <laughs> so I had to listen to the radio for two hours. And I was like, okay, like I can get through this. It won't be that bad. And it actually wasn't that bad because they were playing throwbacks. But I started finding all the songs that like I haven't really heard in a, either in a while or heard at all. And I'm like, okay. Out of like so many songs, like I pulled a few out that I like started noticing again. Um, one of them was Bones by Imagine Dragons. It's kind of reminiscent of like It's Times. Like, I love It's Time. That's sort of like that, that, that era. era of them because okay. all the other songs like Enemy and there's another one that's out on TikTok right now. I cannot stand. They're so cringy because I can just imagine like some big burly guy being like, what? I'm your enemy. Fight me. Like that kind of bullshit. So it's super cringe. Oof. So I'm just like, I found Bones, and I'm like, you know what? This one isn't bad. Like, you don't have to pay attention to the lyrics that much, but it's it's a more upbeat song. So I'm like, okay, it's I like it. Um, What else? Boyfriend by Dove Cameron. This one took over TikTok, and now it's taken over the radio. Same with that little song. I think it's called, like, Little Bug. Uh, uh, Numb Little Bug. Numb Little Bug. Like by M. Behold. Yeah. yeah. There was, at one point, I'm not kidding you, I had four stations I was clicking through. Three of them were playing that song at the same mm. time. Ooh. I I like that song, but I, that would definitely be an overload of, all right, guys. I'm like, please, God. I had to listen to oldies for like five seconds, which was not bad because I think it was Depeche Mode that was on. And I'm like, okay, I can handle this. I want, I want the whole world to understand that Danny just called Depeche Mode oldies. Go oh, on. I mean, they're 80s. Don't give me that look. I did, I, go Just on, because go you're on, closer to the 80s than I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, and then, so I heard a new rendition of Running Up That Hill. This one is by Kate Bush. I knew Running Up That Hill from Placebo, the like 2000s band. Love that song. I That single-handedly got me into my emo phase. I'm not going to lie. All That's right. what started it. But I, Kate Bush sounded familiar, like her vocal sounded really familiar, and I couldn't think of how I knew her until I looked on my Spotify. The song I knew her for is called Cloud Busting, and I found that on The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, right. So it's kind of interesting. Her vocals are so good, and this one is more like 80s synth instead of uh, like placebos kind of grungy slow burn song so i really like it except for she switches up the tempo of the lyrics so if you know the song and you try and sing along you're going to be wrong every time when you think you're on track you're off track already interesting just just a warning um what other ones ghost by justin bieber i know oh i I actually didn't know the biebs was still releasing music nowadays i I figured he was yeah i think think about it much uh the only one I knew was from him recently was Stay with Kid Leroy. But then I heard this song and I'm like, you know what? This one isn't actually that bad. So I can take that. And uh, quick, mes- quick mentions. 
I'm hurt by Oliver Tree. I'm finally jumping on that bandwagon. Love Oliver Tree. I, I actually, I actually just heard him on the radio today. Yeah, Oliver Tree is coming to the rave. Honestly, I can't remember the date. I just remember seeing the thing and that. I remember seeing the promotion, and that's where I actually found the song "Hurt." Oh yeah. So I'm like, I really liked that song. Um, Hayloft. I'm gonna call it two because there's there's technically a one and a two by Mother Mother. It's very reminiscent of Bang Bang, and I love it. Right. I love it a lot. Um, what other ones did I have? I felt so because I was listening to Bones by Imagine Dragons and it has the It's Time era in it. I started listening to Tiptoe again by Imagine Dragons. Hmm. That song is so great when you have like earbuds in. You turn them up like as loud as you can handle it and just like lay back. It's, I love that song. Yeah. It's just it's so bass heavy and that's what carries it. And it's such a good era of Imagine Dragons, like before the fame kind of got to them a little bit. Their first EP and first LP, I enjoy a lot. Yeah, they're one of my favorites. And then um, last but not least, Love Letter featuring the Knox from Odessa. Cause the, Odessa. I, yeah, the EDM group. Yeah, they did, they did something. Oh, oh, go on, go on. Well, the last one I know that they released was uh, Line of Sight, which I really liked. And then someone showed me this one. And I'm like, oh, I like it even more. Like, I always kind of followed them since they were on Divergence, like motion pictures, soundtrack, thingy-majig, so. Divergence. Yeah. We were talking about fandoms. This is where I get majority of my music. Fandoms and Tumblr and the radio, too. Every time I'm forced to listen to it for two hours. I swear. No, no I, know, I know you've talked about them before. Odessa, this is. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I had the same thought process last time, so now I'm actually trying to look into it. Where I thought that they had done something with like Dermot Kennedy or something. That was Medusa. Paradise with Medusa. That's yeah. who it was. That's, That's who it was. Okay, my bad. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. So that is my long list of things that I've been playing around with. How about you? So, admittedly, I, I haven't been listening to all that much new stuff. But of, of the new stuff I've heard, there's there's a uh, an electronic duo called Hyper Potions. I love they, it. They, they're, uh, the way they, they represent themselves in their music is uh, two corgis. Two, like, oh, cartoon corgis. my God, that's adorable. And that yeah. one is wearing a beanie. Yeah, beanie. I've only got headphones on. Um, they... According to my friend who who showed them to me, they started off making songs about Sonic the Hedgehog. I have not found any of that to be the case, but he 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 claims it's and I have not I've only done cursory searches. But he swears that they were like making they weren't covering Sonic songs; they were making Sonic fan songs, kind of thing. Now they have a very, a very, very bleepy bloopy sound, so it could definitely work for like the OG era of Sonic. But that's uh. not important right now. The point is the songs that I have heard by them—they're just a very upbeat electronic pop duo, essentially. And they have a song. Um, oh, I should also clarify—they are just DJs. They aren't singers, so they usually bring people in. And they have a song called "Shooting Star" featuring Sky Rocket, and uh, it was it was pitched to me before it started as. 
not quite angels and airwaves. And I was like, all right, let me hear it. And I listened to it. I'm like, I could definitely see this being a mixture of angels and airwaves and Owl City with a dash of cash cash thrown in. I was waiting for you to say Sonic because isn't Rocket like someone from Sonic? Or am I just misremembering? I think I think I must be thinking of Tails and Knuckles. Yeah, or like Rocket Raccoon is from Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy. (laughs) No, no, no. There is, there's... I'm not, I'm not going go, 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 go down a hedgehog hole right now. No, no, we're, we're, I'm going to move on. Um, I also just recently saw the last two of the Hobbit movies from that trilogy. Mm-hmm. Side note, yikes. But the, what's relevant here is Ed Sheeran. You can't Sheer- yikes to Killy. Yeah, I can. No. Yeah, I can. What, what part about that man is as a dwarf besides his height? Literally nothing. He is a handsome man. He is a dwarves are are bulbous and hairy, and the women have beards too, which is inaccurate in The Hobbit. And I also dislike the character of of of, of Toriel for what what she represents. Evangeline Lilly signed on to the movie saying, "I'll do it. Just please don't make me part of a love triangle." Well, guess what? They made her do. Yeah. Be part of a love triangle that made no sense, and Killy was not any by any way significant in the books. All of a sudden, they're like, "Well, let's pick a random dwarf." Uh, pick Killy. the hot one. <laughs> no, well, no, they they had to change him to be more. Oh my god, my god, and also Thor and Oakenshield looks a little too much like Aragorn for my mm-hmm. for my liking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, this dude's not supposed to be. Not supposed to look like that. It, mm. He did. It was scary. What about the guy that looked more like Orlando of old Orlando Bloom than Orlando Bloom looked like himself? Wait, who who looked like? Old um, Orlando he was Bloom? the guy who did um, Dracula and Gaston. He was the one who was in the town when the dragon got brought down finally. Oh, uh, the uh, one that uh, looks uh, like Orlando Bloom from Luke, when Luke, he played Pirates of the Caribbean. Luke Evans. Yeah, when he played. That's another thing. <laughs> Bard the Bowman, who was played by Luke Evans, Bard the Bowman is a throwaway character. When Bilbo, who by the way was was not around for the Battle of Five Armies, so the entire third movie doesn't make sense because Bilbo is supposed to be unconscious. When, it, when he's supposed to come back from being unconscious and be like, "What happened to Smog? Oh, uh, Bard shot him down." And that's that's it. That's Bard's Bard's role in the movie. He, he did not have a family. He did not save the dwarves and get them out of. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> the point is, in the, at the end of the desolation of. Oh, I also say Smog and Sauron. I know it's Smaug and Sauron, but I read the AU as dinosaur Sauron, <laughs> Sauron Smog. Mm-hmm. I say Smog too. I don't care. Ed Sheeran wrote the theme for that movie called Icy Fire. It's very good. It's Ed Sheeran, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Not Guillermo del Toro. Oh my God, he was supposed to do The Hobbit. I think it would have been much better. If he, Peter Jackson so showed him the entire movie, and then Ed based. It was one of those things where Ed's like, okay, then he wrote the entire song that night, kind of thing. Yeah. And he actually played all the musical instruments in it except for the cello. But he, he, even the violin in that song is Ed playing it. And he's, I didn't he's know like, that. He's like, I don't really play violin, but I wanted to put put all that I could into it. It's funny that you brought Ed Sheeran up too, because I just heard a, uh, it's like a artist check-in on the radio and they Mm. were like, hey, you have a new album coming out. Is there someone you always go to, to like hear your music? And he goes, yeah, he goes to Elton John. I guess like when his first album like was a breakout, Elton John rang him up and was like, hey, I want to help you. And so now he runs through all of his albums and his singles and like his music through Elton John and he like helps critique like, that's awesome i love that i'm like oh and that kind of like it it makes sense because 
a lot of his stuff is so well rounded it it has to come from like an older perspective and mm. elton john's been in the business for what 50 years now something like that yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's interesting to see kind of like that almost chaperoning where it's like here let me help you and i could totally see ed being the kind of guy who will who will be that mentor for someone if oh, he's not already big agree um anyway i see fire is a good song but it's written to be a dwarven folk song because it's meant to, it's meant to be like the kind of thing you're sitting around a campfire and someone sings about the tales of the past yeah and ed sheeran does not have a dwarven voice he is not deep enough or gritty enough he has a very nice voice but he should not be doing it's a the dwarven voice of an song angel. exactly not the voice of a dwarf <laughs> that being said i i i like it a lot i'm not sure it, it it's too good to be in, in a movie like that. No. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard someone say that about Ed Sheeran. It's too good to be in a movie like that. If he released a concept album or something, it doesn't have to be like Dwarven. Like this this thing ultimately could, if you change a few lyrics around, it could be a, a song about being on the Oregon Trail or it could be a song about uh, being in World War One or, or something uh, like that. being a part of the Donner Party. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes. <laughs> You're not wrong, but why? <laughs> just to get that look on your face, you looked so horrified. Oh my god, I'm not. You didn't even have that look when we watched Morbius. You just looked angry. <laughs> I. I have other thoughts on Morbius, but this isn't about me talking about movies as much as much as I, as much as it could be. I actually we actually counted my my shelf. Now, admittedly, I have bought over fifty since this count, but I had like pretty much exactly eight hundred, which hurt my feelings because I thought for sure I had a thousand by this point. Holy! I only have like currently eight hundred fifty. What the? F that's so low. I could be doing so much better. I mean, yeah, but still, that's a lot. That's a lot to move. <laughs> I don't know. It'll only take like four or five boxes of just DVDs. Jesus Christ. Are you going to like... I'm really cool. Are you going to organize them by like the Dewey Decimal System, like A, B, C? Well, see, like they are they are currently alphabetized. Like all, the whole, all those shelves are all alphabetized with, with, within reason. Like like my go-to example is the Star Trek reboot series, like the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. I have it as Star Trek, then Star Trek Into Darkness, then Star Trek Beyond. Alphabetically speaking, Beyond should be first, but I view them as Star Trek 1, 2, and 3, so Beyond goes after. That's fair. I would do the same. And then places where I break that are like with Star Wars Rogue One, because that's not quite Star Wars 8. Star Wars Episode 8 is Star Wars 8, but I don't want to put it after that, because then, then I'm going alphabetized, then, then I'm going chronologically, I have to go like Rogue One, then Solo, and it's just like, I, no, Rogue One can be in the R's. It's Rogue One, colon, a Star Wars story. This is so not relevant. I had more things to say about Ed Sheeran seeing fire, and I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Why do I keep doing this to you? <laughs> whatever, I'll move on. Um, I feel like you may have talked about this at least in passing or something, uh, NF, his mixtape Clouds. Mm -hmm. Do you talk about Clouds at all? If you did, uh, I just, I find, uh, a buddy of mine was in town on Friday and he showed me, he, he showed me a couple of tracks from that and like, I like the Clouds, I like Lost, but my favorite is Story off that where it talks about, where he tells a story about him going to a, going to a convenience store, a gas station to get smokes and candy then all of a sudden there, there's, there's a, a, a hold up, a, a stick up that, Robbery. Robbery. My God. For some reason, I went, I went wild, wild west with that. I like it when NF, when NF yells. When he all of a sudden is just kind of rapping. And all of a sudden he's like, ah! He's like, oh. 
<laughs> that giggle though. Uh, so I like that a lot. Sec- and then this is something I should have talked about last episode, but I just didn't. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna do it here. The band Costin is a band I've mentioned and, and I mentioned briefly here and there. They just released their third song. Um, they were a band that originally where it was a four-piece band called Bloom B L zero zero M. Then they the fourth person left or was booted. Don't really know. Uh, then the the remaining three kind of rebranded and started from scratch essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I've enjoyed every song they've released since then, and I actually had had a minor interaction with them on on YouTube. Uh, you are so cool. I'm 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 basically the next Ryan Seacrest. Okay, so uh, if you want autographs now, it'll only be two dollars. You're welcome. Anyway, uh, I've I've been avoiding listening to any of Bloom's music because I really want to just appreciate and thoroughly know the band as they are now how they want to how they want to represent themselves like they, they, they've talked about being bloom but it's like that's not who we are anymore now we're costin mm-hmm. i'm like okay i like that they only have three songs out they are from some small town in canada uh but they've slowly begun getting some modicum of traction I'm not quite in my hipster phase of, yeah, I knew Dermot Kennedy when he only had like a handful of songs out and now he's a big name. Costin is, 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 isn't quite at a point where I can brag about knowing them, but I'm, I'm, is it weird to say I'm optimistic for them just yeah. to watch how they grow and stuff like that? Because they're, uh, I voted for them on both my phone and laptop every day I could for some car companies, uh, underground artists. Uh, oh, that's awesome. underground Canadian artist kind of thing. No idea if they won yet. I don't think the, the results have been announced, but like I, 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 I see a lot of potential in them, especially just from songs two to three. The biggest complaint most people had with their second song they released was that Jenna was the lead singer's vocal track was mixed so quietly. Yeah. The music sounded good, the lyrics were good, and the vocal melody was good, but you, she was so quiet in the background, it didn't stand out. And this third one, they very clearly, because it was, I even looked at it, they, they, they used the same producer. Like, they took that response to heart, because her voice is on display, and it's, her voice is even better than what I thought she was capable of doing after hearing that third song. So I'm yeah. like, good, like, like, you guys are already growing and like, like, taking it in the community's, thoughts on your music and stuff and i'm just like anyway their new song is called borderline you should listen to that the borderline music, borderline yeah the music the music video also is just is very clearly the band having fun so. yeah <laughs> that, that, what you just heard was not borderline that was someone else's car radio or something and a dog that would not shut up so it's borderline by costin Co- Costin. I always C- want to say caustic, and I'm like, that's caustic. not it. Oh, no. No, no Costin. C-A-W-S-T-O-N. It's the town that they live in, I guess. Or the, or the town they lived in when they made the band. I like hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, also Whit Lowry, Into Your Arms by Ava Max. I just found that one recently. Oh, it, Ava it's, Max, yeah. it's, 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 it's like four years old at this point, but I liked it a lot. I liked Ava's part. Whit, Whit's an okay rapper, I guess. Anywho, okay, so one, one, one thing that I was going to talk about was, was smaller music groups, but then actually just from this, from this conversation, it had nothing to do with the conversation, but for some reason my mind, my mind went there. I'm, I'm just going to word vomit the concept of uh, like buskers or like street musicians, because mm-hmm. I mean, one of my favorites, favorite musicians is Dermot Kennedy, and he's got, he got his start busking. Uh, 
he actually was there's 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 a guy who's pretty famous for busking. I want to say it's the guy who starred in the movie once, but uh, one day when Dermot was like 13 and had his guitar, he's like, hey, you should you should play this song with me together. You can find the song on the thing video online. It's pretty cool. But he got to start there. He just kind of slowly grew, and now now Dermot's as as big as he is. I know that people like uh, Moon Hooch, the two saxophones and drummer band. They uh, they started as buskers in New York City to the point where like they they actually had to like the cops had to say you have to stop busking here. Too many people are getting together and dancing. It's becoming an event, and you don't you don't have a permit for that. Oh my god, that's <laughs> yeah. so funny. And then also like I'm if I'm not mistaken, I swear Andy Grammer he started as a busker. I wanna I feel like that, but I'm not sure. He also comes from celebrity. His father's is uh, his dad is someone famous. Yeah. I just can't think of who. Regardless, uh, he, I swear he started in like the streets of New York and then probably once he was like, hey, I can do music as my thing. Maybe like his family's money helped him or maybe it really was just busking and he is a self-made man. I don't know. But I, I like the fact that there are so many well-known Red Grammar. Red Grammar is also a musician. Never heard of him before. I assume Andy's bigger. I like the fact that some people can sincerely just be out playing music and be doing it so well that they can that they can make it their living. Kind of like yeah. the way like I was gonna say I was gonna compare YouTube and filmmaking, but that's that's not the most accurate. But I've been too. I remember um, you were saying like someone who kind of used social media to their um benefit was ben monolith dane cook yeah what <laughs> anyway ben who ben monolith Mono Mo it's got to be monolith Mo well that's actually a t so monteith monteith oh ben monteith <laughs> whatever okay Monolith? um he got super popular because he did the song um where did I go wrong? Uh, how to Save a Life. Yeah, How to Save a Life by The Fray. Like, got super popular on um, Facebook because he would post the videos to Facebook and he would get a lot of likes and shares that way. And it was actually kind of interesting because, one, he sounds really good and you can see, like, as he sings, like, more people are kind of gathering. Yeah. And there's just something about that where you just get to walk by and listen to live music like that, especially from people who are so talented I like, like his guitar. Yeah. Also, he's Scottish, so Lord knows how that word is actually pronounced. That name <laughs> is actually pronounced. I... For real. But that and um, there's another one. It's not 30 Seconds to Mars, goddamn. Um, they have a song called uh, Going to Mars. Judah and the Lion. Oh, I love Judah and the Lion. They started in Nashville, and I know they started in bars, but I would not be surprised if they were also like groups that started kind of like, what's it called? Busking? Busking, yeah. On the street in Nashville, because that seems very up their alley. Yeah, yeah, with, with like a, a folk rock, folk pop group like that. Yeah. A folk group like that. So in that, in that, going off that, so going off that same same mindset, uh, Mumford and Sons. Mm -hmm. They, I actually know, and I'm not sure if they were busking, but they were the kind of people who would just try to play any bar show they could. So they would like travel. In their their first album, uh, "Sign No More," I want to say it's called. The clothes that they're wearing in the window front of the of the cover art. It's actually the clothes that they would travel in. It was like one of the only sets they actually owned at oh the time. Oh my god. Like yeah, like their outfits here. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. The outfit here. That, that's actually their, their their clothes for when they were traveling cross country, trying trying to make it, trying to 
be a man. Which that's I, amazing. Yeah, I think, I think that's cool. I, now I have to assume. Well, I have to assume they, they busked. Yeah. It's England. People did that in Europe. I mean... It just, I don't know, you, you see bands or you hear certain bands like Mumford and Sons, Judah and the Lion, um, even groups like Ben, where you're just like, yeah, they just, you can't imagine them kind of not taking the chance to do something like that, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think also Best Coast, going like, take, taking it away from the big cities and, and Europe, uh, Best Coast in California, I'm pretty sure they were... I, I feel weird calling it busking because usually to me busking is just playing a guitar in the street. But I guess mm-hmm. any kind of street musicianship, I'm pretty sure they they, they did the same thing because all they have is uh, guitar and drums. I mean, they they play more instruments, but those are the two that the two band band, band members stick with. Who's the who's the other one with two musicians? One of them's a drummer. Matt and Kim. I'm pretty sure they started locally again. Can't confirm street musicians, but locally playing local venues. Yeah. And then they they just blew up. I mean, I guess you could you could consider social media like the millennial busking, like people posting like their music on MySpace, like Breathe Carolina in their early yeah. days with two kids in their room, Hollywood Undead with six grown men in their room. I I remember too. So didn't one of the guys from um, Hollywood Undead break off because they kept getting in a fight with all everyone else, and he was like, yeah. "Fine, I'll go do my own music." Yeah, and his his own music's bad. I, well, okay, most of it is bad, except for one song I, I don't mind. Which one are you going to say? America. Okay, yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you that, actually. America's not bad. And, like, yeah, uh, Gravestone, that, that's not bad. Story of a Snitch isn't bad, but for the most part. I just, yeah, I can't imagine it's very good. Deuce is a tool yeah. of, a, of a human being. So it's like, I, 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 and I know I'm always saying separate the artist and the art, but sometimes. It's hard it's like, sometimes, yeah. yeah. It is. Uh, yeah, no, Hollywood and Dead's actually... The Hollywood and Dead that we knew when they first came out is very different from... It's changed so much. Originally, there was a seventh member named Shady Jeff, but he only, he only ever appeared in one song. And it was just a, yo, Shady Jeff at the mic. Maybe he said like three lines and he was gone. So His name like, was Shady Jeff? Shady Jeff, yeah. yeah. No wonder everyone, why he didn't stick around. Everyone's favorite, favorite musician, Shady Jeff, yeah. Then they had swan songs. Then uh, they kicked Deuce out because he was always late and on drugs. And even though they were just starting to make money, he already hired a personal assistant who he never used and instead just got high with. Uh, so they, they kicked him out. Then they brought in Danny. Then most recently, I want to say it's only been DeCurls, their original drummer, who left. Uh, but he was on good terms. He's like, I had fun with the band, but I'm going to move yeah, on and do my own thing. Yeah, because I mean, they got to be, what, in their late 40s now? probably yeah i mean it's been 16 years so i sort of they must have been close to their 30s when i found them yeah. so like yeah I, I actually just not too long ago i looked up hollywood and dead and I, I looked up the evolution of their masks because they've actually changed a fair amount but uh yeah like like it, you can kind of tell the more money they got the nicer masks they could make <laughs> kind of like hey we can actually invest a little bit into this into our stage personas yeah charlie actually has a mask now as opposed to just a bandana did you know his original you know charlie scene yeah everywhere i go his he was the only one who didn't have a mask he had sunglasses and a bandana over his mouth and originally it was uh it was an in and out bag that was he didn't even have an actual bandana he had to use an in and out bag to cover his mouth which is why in the music video for number five his mask looks so weird that's hilarious yeah, yeah. Oh like, my god, he didn't even have a, a bandana. Walmart yeah. was selling them for like a dollar, dude. Yeah, but In-N-Out was in the room already. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh my god. No, I, I'm, I'm. I actually like that comparison I made. The social media being like the equivalent to busking, because I mean, especially especially in MySpace, uh, or or I set my friends on fire. They were also a MySpace band. Uh, when you could sincerely just stumble, like go from someone's go to go to someone's page, and then music would start playing yeah. right away. It's like, oh, what's this song? I've heard this before. Just like walking by the street and hearing someone play music. It's like, oh, okay, what's this? Of course, there's a difference. One of them is live. One of them is still recorded. But I, I, I mean, you have live streams and stuff like that now that people are kind of utilizing, especially on TikTok with that ABC song or the people like, okay, like I'll do the chorus. You guys like fill it in sort of deal. Yeah. Like that's becoming more and more popular, but it's also getting more and more people engaged. Like mm-hmm. they would be if they were just walking down the street and they knew the song. And then there's people, then there's like celebrities who are doing that exact same thing. Like Charlie XCX, her album, How I'm Feeling Now, from the middle of quarantine, she produced that with her fans. She would stream, stream music and they'd be like, oh, I think you could do this, I think you could do this. Of course, she had, she also had producers helping her. Maybe, yeah. Like put people's thoughts into fruition, but. Hmm. I still think that's a kind of a cool way of like Frankensteining an album that works and is like well put together for the fans because it's also by the by fans. the fans yeah i wish modern day social media would have like pages where like kind of like the myspace days when you when you when you when your page was essentially a bedroom okay like, hey, bro i'm cringy enough <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm not disagreeing with that but still i think i think it could be it could be fun can you imagine going to someone's insta and hearing a song that'd be kind of neat what would mine be see there's so many songs i don't know what i'd pick would it not be clarity Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's kind of like one of the quintessential Danny songs. Yeah, but it would have to be like the rock version of Clarity just to kind of scare people a little bit. Of course. Of course. Mine would probably be Everything's Magic. Although, you know, I'd be like, I'd be that I'd be that tool online who like takes it too seriously. And I'm like, well, that is my favorite song. Why should do something that makes it feel more comfortable? A kind of thing you could like listen to in the background while you're scrolling through my three Instagram posts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's funny, though. Is MySpace still around? I don't know. That was before my time. Is Tom still my friend? Is Tom did, 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 uh, Tom, you know, Tom from MySpace, he was everyone's friend. When you made an account, Tom was already your friend. Oh, really? That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about my, my MySpace page, which I had for like a week before Facebook became a thing? No. I did two things on MySpace. It was, I posted two pictures... Keep in mind, I was 12. No, I was 13. Maybe I was 12. I was young. <laughs> I posted two pictures, one to be my profile picture and one to just be like a background image for my MySpace page of Sonic the Hedgehog. It's weird how much I talk about him nowadays. I swear to God, I used to go like a year without mentioning Sonic's name to anybody and now he's like way too relevant. <laughs> funny here we go so i remember i was a few episodes ago we were talking about Yu-Gi-Oh for some reason hell yeah and i was like oh i want to watch Yu-Gi-Oh 5d because that was my favorite of the Yu-Gi-Ohs. yeah they are on motorcycles and it's cool anyway so i found it on yeah? hulu nice <laughs> so ty and i started watching it and without missing a the the intro song came on and I just looked at him like really aggressively and started singing it. And you knew all the lyrics. He he looked so scared. 
<laughs> it's funny that things like that just don't leave your head. You it, think it's gone. Like, you're like, it's been literally the last time I heard that I must have been like fucking, I don't know, 10 at my grandma's house. Yeah. And like, this is what? How old am I? So this is like almost 15 years later and it's still bouncing around my head. There, there, there was a Calvin and Hobbes comic strip. All, all it was was with Calvin's parents. His dad's sitting down and he gets up and kind of pauses. Then he goes in the kitchen to talk to Calvin's mom and he goes, why is it I can remember a cigarette ad jingle from 25 years ago, but I can't remember what I, what I just got up to do? <laughs> Honestly. Like, yeah, no, I, I get that. I, uh, a song that I heard years ago then didn't think about forever, but now for some reason is in my life daily because of how often I sing it, is that old viral video, The Duck Song. No. Really? I regularly will ask B, got any grapes? <laughs> she has she has shoved me out of bed. I swear because because I, I had no like one time I texted her just first thing in the morning, I was like, hey. She goes, Hi, got any grapes? Bum bum bum. <laughs> Oh my god. There are god. certain things that should that should never be reawakened. Yours is much, much better because yours is an actual piece of media. And mine's a duck. And yours is a duck. Oh, Out of curiosity though, are you are you enjoying the show, watching it again? Yeah, it's very weird seeing something that you kind of like almost looked up to as a kid. Because when I was like ten, I'm like I'm gonna have a motorcycle wow. and I'm gonna be like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and he's so cool. Out of curiosity, in five Ds, do, do, do they talk about believing in the heart of the cards? Is that a thing, or is that only from the original series? I think they try and keep that very original, okay. but they do say like the heart is in the cards. Oh boy! Like okay, that good. is something they do kind of reference. I only watched the, oh, the original series and like a few episodes of GX. Then when five Ds came out, I was gone, and Zexel and whatever the most recent one is, not yeah. there, not there anymore. This was like. They did the one spinoff, and everyone's like, eh, it's fine. And then they did the other spinoff, and everyone's like, all right. And they're like, okay, we got one more chance. And then they came out with five Ds, and I was like, this, the music is so, like, people, it must have been a lot of the original people, because it has the same feeling as the original. Okay. And, like, but the storyline is just so out there. And I'm like, it was so much fun to watch as a kid. And even now, I'm just like, yeah, this, is, this isn't bad at all. Like, it holds up, which is very okay. rare for cartoons to kind of do. Because, like... I... So, this I, I'm going to change gears here and be kind of geeky for once. What? I, no. I, can't, I can't help but wonder if, if it has to do with the actual card game fan base. Because 5Ds also changed the meta of the game. Like, like it, added, it added... Oh, my God, I'm going to die. It added <laughs> it added new rules to the, to the cards, like... I can't, I can't remember what 5Ds added. I know it was significant, but I know it was Zexel that added XYZ forms, XYZ cards, or something like that. But 5Ds changed, changed the gameplay a bit. I wonder if that actually like impacted it at all. I know it stressed my cousin out. Cause that, it stressed your cousin yeah, out. Yeah, because I kept all of my cards because of him when he would come to visit us. And uh, we... 5Ds is when they started doing more fuzzy animals for some reason. I can't remember why. They were super techy or super like forest cuddly. Hmm. I don't know. So I would get some of the techy and the higher up dragons and I would literally trade these higher up dragon cards so I could get the cutest, fluffiest cards from his deck. And I regret nothing 
because they are so fucking cute. I know it's somewhere in my closet. I'd have to dig it out. Danny would trade the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon for Karibo. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I might keep Blue Eyes. It's kind of cute. You would... You... <laughs> You're so upset. <laughs> you would trade, like, Black Hole or... or Well, Jar of Greed is ass and you can't even play it competitively. You, you, you would... You would trade them for, like, Dark Magician Girl. I have Dark Magician Girl. And admittedly, she, she isn't a, an awful card by any means. But... My whole... I got this little, like, coffin-looking thing. It's mm -hmm. a little tin. And it has the Dark Magician Girl all over it. And one of the cards that you got in it was Dark Magician Girl. So nice. I got that. And I think I actually do have jar the Dark Magician as well. Out of curiosity, what's the art? Is he in a black outfit or the purple one from the show? I think he's in the purple outfit. Okay, that's cool. I think it's like one of the older cards. Well, I, that, that would be relatively newer then. Oh, then it's a newer one? I, I, I th okay, admittedly, I shouldn't be talking about this like I'm a scholar, but no, Dark, Dark Magician's original design was way was way more goth. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, no, he was... Uh, I think, I remember, it. I think mine has the purple on it. Yeah, he was more like... I mean, this isn't, this, these aren't the best colors, but yeah, he had more like this design with black and red and stuff. Oh, yeah, no, mine definitely. Yours I think is, it's more of the purple-y purple one. Guy. Yep, that's okay. mine. Well, hey, that's that's still a good option. Purple's a great color. So. <laughs> Purple's a great color. But anyway, okay, so before we wrap this up, there was a few, um, like, small, like, small group songs that people have been sending to me. And so this is their this is their limelight highlight. Oh, I like that. That has a ring to it. Limelight Hi limelight what? highlight. It's only because I'm recycling light. Anyway, so. just bear with me, guys. Trust me. She 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 does have good opinions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first one is the Lone Wolf and their cover of Take Me to Church, which I think was really well done. I also really like that song. So having like someone kind of change up the vocals of it because Hosier has such like a haunting vocal like capability. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool seeing someone else kind of try it and see how it turns out. And I think it changed, didn't change the song too much, but it definitely added a little bit more depth to it in a okay. different way, which I really liked. Um, American Teenager by Ethel Kane, the easiest name I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. Um, it kind of has early Halsey vibes to it, which is okay. funny that we started out talking about yeah, Halsey. Yeah. And then we came to this one where she definitely has that same kind of light vocals. I think you would even like her. Like, just a very, like, cutesy kind of indie, but also, like, very grounded and emotional. Okay. So I think it's definitely a good thing to look up. And the, what is it? The mu It's not really a music video. It's like... A visualizer. Yeah. It's just her walking around this park, and it's just like it brings back very nostalgic vibes with it as well. So it's okay. kind of a really well-rounded kind of project. And then Fiji Blue by Outside, just a cute little song that I've been Fiji holding. Blue. So, but yeah, so those are kind of like some Fiji. of the little things that yeah people send to me, and then I kind of get stuck on a loop of listening to them. Yeah. So it's been this weekend has been really great in terms of finding new music or finding more music for me to hoard like smog. So see, we're we're connecting everything that we've talked about. Now we just gotta throw in a Sonic thing and a 5D, and we're great. So listen to this is looking for a new co-host. Uh, <laughs> if you're interested, contact Alexa. No, not. 
That, that's, that's that's cool. I I I like that. Well, whether it's related to the show or not, I like that our friends send us music because most of my friends know that know know about this show. A handful of them listen to it, but hi guys. It like it like almost it for me internally. It like validates my musical opinion when someone's like, "This song is good. I should show it to Alex or yeah. I should show it to Danny." I know. I love it because someone was like, "You should do like a small." Uh... Actually, it was my brother. He's like, you should do, like, an episode where you just focus on, like, small groups and stuff. And I'm like, that's actually super adorable that, like, so much of my family is, like, getting involved with it. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Shout out to Danny's fam. The Miller Miller clan. uh, I wasn't sure if we had ever said your last name before. (laughs) Eh. There's so many fucking Millers in the world, dude. They're never going to find me. You've just just made it a challenge. Dox, <laughs> make sure to make sure to dox and swat the Millers, okay? No, don't do that. <laughs> no, okay. Anyway, but yeah, that that about wraps up this show. It was, uh, it was very much as as it was it was definitely word vomit. Yeah, we talked about small music groups, but it was very much just all, us riffing off of each other. There. Yeah, so I think definitely I listen to the intro song to Five Ds, and you'll understand what I mean. Oh, Such a good song. Maybe I should. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should use that as this as this episode's intro. Where is this episode's song? Oh my god, dude! That'd, cool. that'd, so that'd, that'd, that'd be cool. Okay, but yes. So this is episode ten. We have one more one more standard episode. Then then the, the special season finale will be out. The secret project I'm working on is going swimmingly, and will probably be present. To probably towards the end of July, if I had to guess. But but we'll see how that how that goes. Uh, yeah, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> uh... And we'll see you all next time. <laughs> Bye.